To live a meaningful, authentic, connected and conscious life, I choose to live deeply. I am Jocelyn Lee, a spiritual guide, facilitator, mystic and humble healer of the human spirit. And I invite you to join me on a journey of self-inquiry, to discover self-knowledge and to awaken our inner wisdom. As your host, this is what I share with you. Welcome to the first episode and welcome to a journey that you're going to be embarking with me. This is a very special project of mine. Um, And to start it off, I'd like to introduce myself so we can get acquainted for this long trek together through life. I am Jocelyn Lee. I am actually 30 years old right now and turning 31 soon. And the word of my year, I have a word of the year to help me stay grounded and focus when, you know, life sways us from side to side. And that word is legacy. A pretty, you know, epic word for not only the 2020 year, but the start of a new decade. And right now, um, there are several projects that have also become quite close to my heart. There is a women's sharing circle that I've been, uh, that I founded and co-lead with my friend Leah here in Copenhagen for the last year and a half now. Um, I also have been providing spiritual guidance for many years since I embarked on this journey in 2013. I've also started last year with another dear Copenhagen friend of mine, Rosanna, uh, Blooming Women. They are workshop and retreats for women. And I recently just got a contract with a company in doing communications for uh, their learning and development team. And as mentioned, I am currently in Copenhagen, Denmark. I am not from here, as my accent may tell. And I'm really grounding into a new era of my life, hence the word legacy, where I create things that um, leave behind something, not just for myself, um, but for others. And a very exciting new project starting this year is creating cards for self-inquiry with a dear friend of mine, Daria. And so there's a lot of things happening. And this project in particular is the most personal one because I share my own life um, with you. I've been doing that on my Instagram account for many years as well, but they're, you know, in small tidbits and they don't really show and I don't really get to tell the story in full detail the way that I might or frame it in the way where you go on a journey with me Um, not just in images, but through storytelling. So this is where we start. This is where I am right now. And I think it's important to actually go into the future for a moment. All of this is for the journey of actually moving back to British Columbia, Canada, the province in which I am from. All those projects are part of the necessary experiences to create this uh, dream that my beloved Julian and I, who we've been together and approaching our fourth anniversary this March, um, we dream of merging our lives closer to the Pacific Northwest forest and ocean and the lifestyle there, the friends there, the 
family there to share our experiences and resources with others to truly undergo on a journey of self-inquiry. The space is for that journey of self-inquiry to self-knowledge. And as self-knowledge is the way to develop their own inner wisdom. We are supportive of a wide breadth of practices from like yoga, Reiki, alternative medicine, plant medicine, self-development, tantra, uh, to, you know, devotional music. And speaking for myself, having a wide array of deep experiences is the most marvelous way to know thyself. So that's why I have such a eclectic kind of combination of things. And there's still actually quite a few more uh, experiences that I won't be sharing at this moment, but reveal to you as we continue on this uh, podcast journey together. But I wanted to get a glimpse of where I'm headed and if it resonates with you that you come along for this journey and see where you may fit in that picture too. But you may be wondering how I got here. And while the story is an adventurous one, the long winding tale will take time to tell and time we will have and share together as we go along with the different episodes and the different people that come on and all the different ways I'll be revealing um, how we can live deeply together. For now, I will lightly just touch on the milestones that have brought me to this very moment of choosing to record my, what I call her story, not just, you know, the his story, but her story and why you are important to it all. We got to go back to... 1989, when I was born, my parents are Chinese and they immigrated to Richmond, BC, which is just outside Vancouver. So it's just easier if I say Vancouver uh, without, you know, not representing my hometown of Richmond. And I was always a very curious and inquisitive child, always asking, you know, really big questions and actually going up to my teachers after school, spending a lot of time with them to be able to engage in this dialogue and conversation. Uh, You know, at 10 years old, I was told by my teacher because I couldn't even remember that I had asked him and another teacher together, um, what is the meaning of life? Now, I'm 30, about to turn 31, and I know that this question is not easy to answer. And some people don't even even ask those things yet. But at that age, that was very important to me. And I think I was very lucky growing up in a household where religion or spirituality, philosophy, politics, they were welcomed at the dinner table. Um, They were conversations worthy of having together as a family to you know, understand what is going on in the world beyond just what goes on in our lives, but how do we think about things? And I can very much thank my father for being that philosopher, social, um, you know, social activist kind of guy. He really instilled that in me. So shout out to my dad. (laughs) And extra shout out to him for having a library of a lot of books, 99% of which I did not care to read, But also at a very young age, around 10 or so, I found an astrology book 
in the shelves and I read my birthday and I read it under Pisces and it was the first time I really felt understood for my complexity and the sense of like something bigger than myself and um and of, of bigger than myself and also of myself in this very confusing world that didn't help as I became a teenager where you know more questions came up my body was changing my whole world was changing the bubble of just my kind of family and you know a few you know few friends in small school became a high school with kids who were like five years older than me um, and finding a way to belong in that um, ecosystem was very challenging but I was also very willing to take on that challenge and find my way to feel belonging. So I was in a lot of activities from sports, like three different sports throughout the year, uh, theater. Um, I was on student council. I was the MC, or if you don't know what that is, it's the master of ceremonies for events at the school. Uh, and I was actually very joyful. I really much enjoyed, um, you know, achieving these things or, or take partaking in these uh groups and leading them and just being part of it except that in that time I was also very depressed I was very very distraught as a teenager and very dark hit some very very dark times of serious self-reflection and contemplation of that deeper question of not just what is the meaning of life but why am I here I was very lucky to have made it through after, you know, lots of contemplation on uh, whether I should be alive or not, having, you know, not being able to find a very good reason at that time to, to do so. But luckily having love and um, love really shine through, through that self uh, inquiry process. And I can thank my, uh, a few teachers for that as well. You know, someone really giving me this motto at the time to just go with the flow. I really adopted that motto. Like, you don't, we're talking about word of the year, you know, people jumping on vision boards and affirmations. I was on that, like as a teen, luckily, because a teacher had just given me that motto to kind of live by. And it really helped me move with the changes of life. And another thing that this teacher said to me that was really, really, um, supportive of my process um, was to never stop writing because I would write to this teacher about what was happening in my life. I was documenting my her story, sharing, and and this teacher told me that even when I start out really dark, by the end of my writing there was always hope. And having someone reflect that to me, listen, to ask questions, really taught me how to do that for myself. So I took that a little further, took my another teacher, as you can tell, teachers are a very big uh, theme in my life and why it's, it, you know, it's become part of who I am as well, is moving into university. I took the advice of my teacher to just go into communications, which was a new field at the time. I did it. I got in. I got a major in communications, a minor in sociology. And along that way, understanding these uh, societal situations, again, something much larger than myself, I began to see a lot of atrocities in the world. And at that time, I developed a very strong uh, desire and calling to just help people, you know, to help people come out of suffering, something I knew very, very well about. And understanding people in order to find out, well, how do we make the biggest change or the deepest change? the deepest healing before I even knew 
because at that time I also confronted my hate with God. I went to, um, it's called CCD. I think it stood for like Catholic something school and it happened on a Wednesday. It wasn't Sunday school. It was Wednesday. And why I, why I went was because my dad is Catholic and my mom is Buddhist and both of them just wanted me to have, um, you know, exposure to the process of, of faith. Well, you know, that's how I think, you know, their, their reasoning was. And we just defaulted to the Catholic side. I think it being easier where I grew up and going to school, you know, I was down, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm open and interested. But when I asked a lot of questions being my nature, a lot of the answers just were not suffice. They were just not, mm, I think, truthful enough for me or authentic to the person enough for me, for me to really take it as uh, something to digest. So I, I left that, you know, after I think a, a few years. And so in university, I was confronting this, like, why would a, a god or the god or god allow such things to happen? And along that way, I realized that I was very spiritually impoverished in my early 20s. And on a three-month-long trip with my um, boyfriend at the time, we went to Southeast Asia, did the triangle. You know, there was Cambodia, there was Thailand, and there was actually Indonesia. We added that in there. But in Pai, Thailand, I had my first Reiki experience after, you know, hiding the side of myself and really only engaging it in tidbits or through superstition in my culture. I really embarked on that, you know, consciously on my own. So from there, I became a Reiki master. I, you know, you know began practicing uh, sessions with others, with crystal healing as well, got yin yoga under my belt, gong sound healing, you know, a few years later. So I, I adopted a lot of healing modal- modalities. But quite soon after I learned uh, Reiki, I started uh, Koichi healing, which was my spiritual energy guidance practice. And I ran that for several years, starting out of my bedroom and began embarking also on um, creating uh, my own work and my own business. Along that time as well, I was very much saturated in self-exploration. You know, I lived a life where I was very lucky to work part-time for a executive entrepreneur, making good money enough to start my business uh, the rest of the week and grow it side by side. So I had a lot of time to choose what I what I would use it for on days that I didn't work for my boss. And I explored a lot of uh, plant medicine, just again, more modalities and really getting a, a wide uh, palette for the tastes of uh, self-knowledge um, and self-awakening. Um, Soon, several years after, I meet my now beloved, Julian, and this was in my mid, mid-20s now. And I've fallen in love and he is an Aquarius and he just kind of broke all molds of how I envisioned life to be at that time and really put a fire in the areas that I actually kind of longed for. And one of these was to go and travel. So he was like, let's live, um, let's like, you know, propose, let's live a very different lifestyle. And so we did, we, we jumped on the digital nomad train. We were living in Costa Rica for half a year. we lived in Bali the second half of the year. And along that way, I had a massive 
healing, purging, eczema, blowout journey uh, process, which I will in another episode share. But during that time, I was also trying to really develop a a digital presence for my work, translate my in-person work online. So doing vlogs, blogs, and, uh, you know, just doing sessions kind of on the go when I met people until we chose to stay in Denmark when we went there for Christmas. That was exactly when something in astrology called Saturn Returns began, literally the day I landed, which is when this planet goes around all the way your uh, chart and lands exactly where it was when you were born. And this planet is symbolic of time, structure, limitations, foundations. So it was really timely in terms of me choosing a a process or a path in which I would create a solid foundation for myself again that will support my life purpose of service. So that is caught up to where I am creating the things that I've created here the last two years and why I want to document this journey further with you. You know, some major themes that came up is this yin and yang of life and feeling it all very deeply as part of fully living the experiences I had along the way that taught empathy, unconditional love, compassion, contemplation, uh, mindfulness, awareness, this that, that, that showed me spirituality was a missing component to really knowing ourselves. And that self-inquiry was a method to initiate that process. Of course, I shared that people in society is a big um, passion and like, you know, not a calling of mine to aid its positive evolution and understand how it works by the contemplation of our human nature. And through this human nature, the best way I know how to share this uh, or or teach or to guide is through storytelling uh, and communication and dialogue and conversation as a way of sharing that inner wisdom. And so all these things have been constantly, you know, there um, throughout my lifetime thus far. That's shown me that it's my true nature and part of my talents and my gifts. And their intensity and potency and shape might change, but at the core of it, this is how I live deeply. So you are actually really important to all of this. Right now, you have chosen to give your attention by listening to what I have to share and trusting that what I have to share is something valuable for you as well. This mutual exchange is really supportive of my life's work and how it will come alive. Because I've just taken a big leap forward in my career. This is work that is different than what I'm talking about with the future retreat. It's a little bit different. It's connected, but it's a little bit different. Um, And that's what I'm using to really financially uh, support and invest in my Live Deeply creations. Uh, But I can't really build that beautiful retreat vision alone. And so I've started a Patreon account. Um, for you, for those who don't know what it is, it is a way for you to directly support me in, you know, small and large ways financially to help keep me going on my projects. 
And it's also a way that I've set up where you can actually request my services uh, directly as a spiritual guide with self-inquiry and build a more intimate relationship with me on a regular monthly basis. So there's a link in the description of this episode and you can just read the membership options there, which will fit, which ones will fit you best. And as you listen along on this journey with me, I hope you will really receive valuable insight and truly connect with me deeper uh, as this is a great way to know what I can also create that better supports the people that uh, I'm supporting as well with what I share and create. So thank you for listening to this very first episode that just lays the foundation for every other episode of conversation dialogue with special guests that come in to help us all live a little bit more deeply with authenticity, connection, courage, and um, curiosity. I really appreciate you and I love you. I hope you have a wonderful day. 